Welcome to the Parker Monkeys podcast. Uh, this is going to be our episode two, and we have got some amazing things coming up, along with uh, some f- songs being reviewed, the new Liam Gallagher song reviewed, and a lot more. Uh, I am joined with Brendan. Well, are we made to be all right? I'm all right, me old mucker. I'm good, I'm good. I do apologise in advance, Bren, my voice is gone. I, um, yeah, that was the Derby Burton game. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what, they left it late, didn't they? It was a great game. Fair play to Burton, you know? Yeah, it wasn't Burton. That was pissing me off. It was the fans. I mean, they were bastards, they were, weren't they? (laughs) Yeah, they were. They were proper, weren't they? Right, they were fucking going for it. Literally, that second goal, they didn't shut up for 30 minutes, man. I was fucking livid. How do you think I feel? I'm fucking right next to the bastards. Oh, mate, I would have had some two peas in my pocket and started flinging them over. Just... <laughs> hey, yeah, I have lost my <laughs> Honestly. So, yeah, so uh, this is going to be episode two. Again, we just want to thank the Blue Collars for letting us use the intro. If you guys haven't heard them, you can hear them in the background music, and that is our intro. Uh, the blue collars again. We're going to keep saying it every single time. I've actually did a thing actually, Brendan, with the blue collars, right? Because on our last episode, we discussed how, what, why aren't they big, and you know why aren't why aren't they where they should be? Um, so I did a thing. <laughs> I sent over to my friends in America. Went, oh my god, guys, you need to check out this band. Like they're massive in England at the minute. Like you know, these guys are going to be the next best thing. What do you think, right? And I sent it to five yeah. of my American friends. Do you know what each of them said? Go for it. They are so fucking they were... amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, well this well, is what... How, how, what, how... What went wrong? Well, like I say, mate, it's, it's easy for us as sitting here on this podcast judging what might have gone wrong. Obviously, the, yeah. like I said last week... We're going to get Rob on some stage once we're fully established and got somewhere where we can invite people on to have a, a proper sit down, proper recording. We can uh, we can ask Rob. Um, you know, yeah. was it management? Was it the fact it was just the wrong time? I mean, exactly. you know, you, you know yourself. Yeah. You can put the you can put the blue collars on in your car, in your van on the way to work, and it, it still sounds brilliant, mate. It's you know, and I totally agree with what you said on episode one. They're up there with the Arctics for me. You know, if the Arctics can make it, then I can't see why the Blue Collars couldn't have been just as good as them. Do you know what I mean? And I think they are. I think they're very much on par with the Arctics, to be honest. And that's, like you said again, that's not blowing smoke up their arse. That's just my opinion. Oh, and, I know if they're a shit, yeah, I'll tell I'm, them the shit. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. Honestly. I really don't. But if a band was shit, it was shit. But I, I seriously don't understand how or why. And it'd be amazing to get him on the show. Um, to find out what happened um, again it's it's one of those bands you listen to back in the day but then you listen to now and it's still in 
in place. Like it still feels like it's modern. It still feels, and a lot of bands don't have that. A lot of bands. I, I agree, mate. But then, you, you know yourself. There's a lot of bands like that. There's a lot of bands that are on the cusp or just didn't make it. I mean, you can say the Twang. You know, they yeah. had some really good albums, and Great you know example. they are. They Great do get example. good. They do. They, they've got a good following. Uh, I went to see them in London just before Christmas, and they were really good. Uh, but then again, they're just on the cusp, and people like me and you would probably say the Twang should be doing better than what they, what they are doing, you know. So, but then again, groups like the Arctic Monkeys—they just shoved down your face, mate. You know, they're, they're all over the telly, all over the radio. You know, they're just—it's for—it's force-fed. Um, if you ask me, yeah, yeah. You know, bands like the Arctic Monkeys—it's—it's it's, it's radio one or whatever. Oh look, the Arctic Monkeys have got a new song out. Let's play it on the hour every hour for the next fucking six weeks, and it's, it's just force-fed, mate. So, well, then again, what do you, we mate. fucking know? No, exactly. And the thing is, it's, it's bands like the Twang. I mean, I go to Twang, a Twangmas every year, December if it's the twenty-third or twenty-fourth. Uh, every year, go and see them in Birmingham. I've done it since they started it and I go every year and I yeah. fucking love it it's brilliant and yeah. I agree you, you, yeah you've actually smashed it there mate totally agree with you so uh, yeah gigs coming up um, I've got one interesting gig uh, a, a band you would never heard of um, a band called 10 Foot Pole <laughs> and they were big in the skating days they were like like they were like so when you had skater punk you had like um, like skate punk you had obviously your blinks and your green days offsprings and you know, you had Goldfinger and Mill and Colin and all these other bands, Rancid, uh, Operation Ivy, all these bands coming out. Uh, and yeah, un- there was a weird, like a, a background bunch of bands as well, um, which were these tiny little punk bands, which were hidden in the background, but were fucking like hidden gems. And you could find, you used to, I, I used to get my albums, right, from like a guy who used to rip them and it would come obviously back in the day when we used to burn CDs yeah. do you know what I mean and this guy used to buy yeah. his vinyls put them onto his PC and then rip them onto a CD and give them to me and I used to find all these bands I mean but yeah this this band called 10 Foot Pole and they're playing Nottingham and uh, they've sold 11 tickets 11? <laughs> fucking 11 I'm pretty sure they'll get more than that but surely when's, when's the actual gig? Uh, the gig is on April 24th. They might not even fucking show oh. up. Sometimes these bands don't. So There's plenty of time. There's plenty of time, yeah. man. So I've got that gig. Um, obviously, we've got a t- uh, we've got the enemy acoustic thing on February. Yeah. So that's only in a couple of weeks, yeah. isn't it? So we've got that coming yeah. up. Libertines. Going to Libertines. Are you going to Libertines? I'm not actually going to Libertines, mate, because when... Because my son, Connor, his, uh, his mates, he's got... Uh, the 76 Club uh, yeah. based in Burton and they're supporting them at the Hairy Dog and the Underground at Stoke I believe uh, they're just an upcoming grassroots band mate they're, they're really good they've got a couple of songs out there which I'll uh, I'll send over to you and you know they've expressed an interest in, in coming and joining us joining us for an episode in the future uh, so yeah I'm really buzzing yeah. for them but I tried to get tickets mate but mate, that's fantastic. fuck it's all right seconds because as as small venues though, Liam, isn't it? You know, Hairy Dog. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fantastic gig, mate, and I really enjoy it because you know the Libertines in the Hairy Dog is fucking wow. 
So, yeah. What do you think is Aero Dogs a good venue? Um, a really, really good venue. It sticks, pierce your feet, stick to the ground, you can't beat there. When you do that, you know the venue's fucking good. That's it. It's a straight up. You know, if you go to the toilet and it's leaking piss everywhere and you've got a guy doing cocaine in one toilet and the other one who's having a shit because someone's doing cocaine, having a shit in the urinal, you're in the right place like the old Vic in. I mean, the amount of times I've walked into yeah. someone having a shit in the urinal is fucking ridiculous. You should see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the Vic. You've got to I mean, love, you got to love, you got to love the Vic. I love the Vic. Oh, mate, I've seen so many bands of the Vic. Like, so, like, I saw, like, Snow Patrol and there was, like, 15 people in... Like James and like Nirvana played there. Did you know that? I didn't even know that, mate. I know um, I know Snow Patrol played there, and I'm yeah. pretty sure very early days Kasabian were in there as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you the best the best band I've seen at the Vic. Uh, it was when Mickey Sheehan he, he reopened it. Uh, probably early 2010s might be off a bit, but Twisted Wheel. Uh, oh wow! Fucking. Brilliant band, mate. Absolutely brilliant band. And they were uh, shit up, to be fair. Uh, yeah, and I had some good gigs in the Vic. The old uh, Oasis versus Roses, you know, the tribute bands and that. Oh, but, you yeah, always used to go to them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I used to go to them, mate, yeah. I used to go to them. But yeah, Twisted, I can remember Twisted, I think we went twice at the Vic to see uh, Twisted Wheel. Got a photo and that with Johnny Brown, the lead singer and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was good, mate. Really good. Banging. Well, I don't know. I saw. <laughs> I saw. Have you ever heard of a band called Rock Bitch? It's <laughs> a rock bitch, right? Check this out. I'm not fucking blagging you, either. This is true, mate. Right? If you're not, don't believe me. If no one believes me, Google who they are. Rock Bitch, right? So, Rock Bitch are. They're like a rock band, and they, most of them are women. I think they're all women. I can't remember. I'm so pissed. And they have. <laughs> they have a stage slot. <laughs> Another what? <laughs> they have a stage slot. Right. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. They have a stage slot. And she's like all dressed in lingerie and like all rocky and she's got tits out and she, you know, vaginas out. She's, she's like fucking head banging and fucking, do you know what I mean? But you're, just, you're literally not listening to music, just staring at this slot, looking at her tits, right? You, you, any bloke who goes out and says they're listening to the music, I like them. You can fuck off as the band shit. <laughs> they're yeah. shit. Gone there. <laughs> they've fucking gone there for one reason. <laughs> and they've got it, but this is the cool thing. Like, I don't know if it's cool or not, but they throw out a golden condom, right? No joke. <laughs> they throw out a golden condom, and whoever catches the golden condom fucks the stage slot. <laughs> you fucking million. That bollocks. <laughs> I am not kidding. I swear to I'm gonna, God. You, fucking you said, Google I'm, it. I'm going to fucking Google that shit. <laughs> you Google that shit. I'm telling you. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I love it, mate. Absolutely love it. That yeah. is what, that's, that's what you call fucking, you know, making it worthwhile paying 20 quid to go see that show just in case you might grab hold of the golden condom. <laughs> yeah, mate, that's it. That's just what it is. Oh, Mate, that's all people fucking go for. So yeah, the the British all female, all mostly female, lesbian and bisexual metal band. They perform in the nude, incorporate sexual acts and pagan rituals into their performance. Jesus, yeah, it says here. Look, 
Rock Bitch became famous not only for performing live sex acts, but also doing so with audience members via the golden condom. <laughs> oh my days. Mate, honest, they played every year. My mate, fucking Andy, used to work with us. I'm making good to Rock Bitch tonight. <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, fucking hell. I'm not going to Rock Bitch again. <laughs> Never again going to see Rock Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the park, monkeys. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. If anybody wants to watch Rock Bitch, go and have a look. I don't know if they're still going. <laughs> and yeah, we just went off again because of the blue collars. But yeah, great band. Listen to music. Yeah. So I gave uh, Brendan um, some more songs because again, as we made aware, the first episode, we our music tastes are not too much different. I mean, I like Brendan's music, um, but Brendan really doesn't know much about mine. Um, my music again, it's, it's I like really dirty fucking groggy community kind of, you know, like. Gritty fucking music, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, but then some of my music's also nice and happy and Larry. So I've given Brendan five songs to go by. If you guys don't like him, let us know. And if you want us to tell us what we, you think about any of the songs that we've reviewed, obviously for copyright reasons, we can't play the song because the bastards. Actually, some of my bands would let me. Um, I'm actually in talks with Def a good while trying to get Def a guitar pop uh, to allow me to play some of their music because they, again, they're not that big but should be bigger. Um, so hopefully we can get some some of their music out there as well and show people. However, so we are going to do our top five songs first. Me, Brendan. So I my first so first song out of out the blue. Again, I've just mentioned them. Definitely guitar pop. And the song right, I told so, you to was Rickety Old Train. What did you think? Yeah, my friend? yeah. Um, I'll be I'll be honest with you. To be fair, mate. Um, you gave me five cracky songs, to be honest. Uh, I'm not just saying that just because you're on here with me, but but obviously didn't know any of them. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've obviously heard of Rancid. I've heard of Youngblood. Um, well, never knows that we've reviewed these lot yet, but, yeah, but, <laughs> but we can go through <laughs> it into it anyway. But yeah, okay. So yeah. Def Guitar Pop, Rickety Old Train. What was it? What I mean, yeah. to me, Def Guitar um, Pop are this. There you go, mate. I don't. Go on. I'm, I'm going to go for it, mate. Cause and then, cause I, I, I want you to tell me what you think of my review, anyway. But um, yeah, yeah. if I'm being honest, at, at the five, so at the five you sent me, I thought this was the weakest track. Um, okay. I don't know why. Uh, at the start, the start of the song, I loved it because I could. You know, the scar influence was there, and it kind of reminded me of um, you know Bad Manners, Lip Up Fatty. I thought, here we go. This is going to be a. This is this is going to be a toe banger. Uh, they're obviously, obviously, completely influenced by Suggs and Madness. I, sh I, I think, judging by the uh, the sound and everything, it was good, mate. But Joe you know Walker, let it, it it got a bit boy bandish for me, you know, with that choo choo, do you know what I mean, kind of thing. And but every, every, everything everything before that, I, I really liked. But it's just that choo choo bit. I was like, you know. Really, you know, it started off so well, um, but again, it's and I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm going to give them another shot. Do you know what I mean? Because I did like, like I said, there was definitely that lip up fatty kind of vibe to it, um, and I do like madness. So you know, they're definitely worth me 
delving a bit deeper into him. But um, Rickety awesome. Old Train by Death of Guitar Pop, I'm going to give 7 out of 10. Because I did bad. like it. Yeah, I did like the start of it, mate. I'll be honest with you. It just did just that choo choo bit. Uh, it, I did like that. I was like, I really? don't like that bit really, guys? I don't like that bit but either, so I agree. Before, I totally agree before with you. that, good. Good. It reminded yeah, me, yeah. like I say, I, I do like Madness, and it, they definitely had that bit of London. Are they from London? I think so. I think so. I, I, yeah. I saw Def Guitar Pop in um, Canic uh, by accident. Um, when I was living in Canic, I saw a Scar band on. I was like, I'll go check them out. They didn't have the full band. I've not seen them with the full band yet. Um, yeah. And I saw them. And I mean, obviously, if you live in Birmingham, Scar like reggae and everything's massive out there I mean if you every day in the summer you you can't walk down a fucking street without hearing UB40 playing do you know what I mean it is that's yeah. <laughs> that's Birmingham for you um, yeah, and Def Guitar Pop we're, we're playing and like you said it's a nice little ska revival band they, they, they dress yeah. like madness they sound like madness they like got that bust that like bust a blood vessel bad manners vibe mm. but they've also got but it is quite poppy as well um, but it's yeah. but to me, that choo-choo thing, yeah, I, I agree. It was a bit... There's no need for it. But if you went to see him live, people were actually singing, like, going choo-choo, but, yeah. No, I yeah, bet, yeah, yeah. That, I can imagine that. That's why, I think yeah. that's probably why they put it in, mate, you know, to get a bit of crowd, crowd interaction. Yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Se- seven out of ten, mate. Fantastic. That's good. So we'll go to the next one. So this band here, before I, everybody knows that they're no longer around, um, they've, they've broke up. Um, I do know the lead guitarist. Uh, we um, actually had a gig together, um, so I do know the lead guitarist. Um, he's now in America with another band. I think they're called Skaters now. So uh, check them out. They're uh, yeah, they're an amazing band. Uh, but this band here, I saw these were back. This is what one of the when the Libertines came out, fucking bands were flying out. Remember we talked about this on the last episode. Bands were yeah, yeah. fucking flying out, and it was just amazing, amazing, amazing. Until obviously, enemy got their fucking teeth into it and went, "We'll tell you whether it's cool or not." Fucking, then they start fucking bringing shit out like the fucking tintings and fucking or whatever the fucking called, and you know, like oh, I can't even remember what the other fucking band was that they. Uh, oh, I don't. I give up. I, I tried to. <coughs> I tried to stay away from enemy as much as I can. Um, so, and I'm not going to apologise to anybody who thinks that enemy is fucking the dog's bollocks because it's not. Um, so yeah, this band anyway. I saw them. They was in the peak time when the Libertines came out. Uh, the lead singer was a massive fan. Of, like like a Matt was well, not a fan. He was like a massive. Um, Pete uh, Pete Doherty actually got these guys up and out there because, and then he started playing with him. And when I saw this band, the lead singer, this is what I loved about this band, the lead singer was fucked. And I mean, he was fucked. He had one of his mates hold him up on stage and he was hanging on the mic. And he was just fucking steaming. And he was he was fucking on all sorts. And fucking Pete Doherty sat at the back and fucking like just watching him. But this guy had so much fucking, like his voice. Fucking, I've never seen anything like it. This band were fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, we got to chat to him as well in the kebab shop after as well. Fucking brilliant band, amazing guys. Except the lead singles, absolutely fucking obvious hits. So I gave you the Paddingtons. Sorry, mate. What favorite? Favorite one out of five. My favorite one out of five. <laughs> it's by, good, isn't by it? By a fucking country mile, mate. I thought, honestly, mate. I thought musically, 
uh, lyrically, it just shines through me. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't just stop at uh, sorry. I, I, I kind of went on and listened to more songs because I really enjoyed it. it yeah, it's I can't all all this, the only thing I wrote down, mate, because I thought I need to write this down, is I'm going to look at booking a venue so I can have the blue collars headlining with the, and I'm going to reform the Paddington so they can support. <laughs> <laughs> what a that, fucking game that would be. That's as good as I say, say, mate. Honestly, don't get me wrong, I've still got another three songs to review that you sent me. Yeah. But yeah, the Paddingtons, uh, and I'm going to say it now, uh, once this episode is released, I'm going to, we're going to get all these 10 songs. I'm going to share them on the, the Facebook group and the Facebook page just so you guys can listen to them. Um, and it'll be fantastic if you guys could give the Paddington sorry a listen and, and let them know what you think because I really, really loved it. It's, yeah, 10 out of 10. Them. Fucking brilliant, aren't they? 10 out of 10. And I'll tell you, do you know what that song's yeah. about? <clears throat> they nicked the guitarist's, a letter out of the guitarist's pocket and used the lyrics as a song and he was fucking didn't realise until they started playing it. <laughs> and that's good, it, because I'm sorry. I'm... I hope you feel yeah. happy now. And it's <laughs> that's yeah, him reading it, the letter. Mate, I was because obviously I listened to a lot of my music on the way to work, on the way home from work and that. And mate, this was up fucking full blast. Loved it. Yeah, yeah really amazing. good. It's a, it's a steering wheel banger, isn't it? You fucking bang your fucking steering wheel as you're driving. It's a fucking brilliant song. Oh, good. I'm glad you like that. Amazing. I'm glad you got you. Yeah. And I've got loads more bands that you're going to be uh, finding out as well. Um, this next band, um, these guys touch my, touch my heart. I'm actually going to Slam Dunk Festival to go. I'm literally only going to see this band. I've spent fucking nearly 600 quid to get to this festival just to see this band. I've seen them probably about 15 times. They are... <clears throat> they, they release albums they are the nicest guys in the entire fucking world ever they go to schools and teach kids how to play guitar disable people all the wives are like teachers and you know and they like they've got a massive community in new jersey over in the states so my family live in new jersey and we've got quite a lot of family there and i'm going to be hopefully <laughs> i want to say that i want to go over to see my family in new jersey however it would be an excuse just so we could go and see the Bats in Souls in the home territory. Um, so, yeah, the Bats in Souls gone. What did you think to that song, yeah. mate? Um, well, first of all, I thought it was a great homage to the Doc Martin boots by calling themselves the Bats in Souls. Uh, that's lady. definitely got... That's got to have something to do with the Doc Martin boot. Has to be. Must be. Um, yeah, obviously... You obviously sent me a, the song that obviously means something to you, and as soon as I listened to it, I listened to it a couple of times, and I thought, yeah, I can relate to why you know you love that song. I, I did, I did like it, mate. You know, um, I can't. They wouldn't be classed as a punk band, Liam, would they? Like between They're me, skate like punk. between me, I don't. You can see the skate, but yeah, They're technically, it's, um, it is a punk. They are a punk band. You, you can say the skate punk are dead. That's, that's punk. That's more. It's more yeah. American punk than it is UK punk. So yeah, I, look, yeah. I, I I enjoyed it, mate. I thought the song itself. I thought was. Uh, I'm going to say it. I thought it was a, a beautiful song. You know the words, it is, it is. the lyrics. Um, and again, it was. You know, I listened to to Gone. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and it's. 
a, a, a definitely another band that I will uh, be delving deeper into. Um, and I just look, to be fair, mate, just on, I scored an 8 out of 10, mate. And nice. I scored an 8 out of 10. I scored an 8 out of 10, mate, because I enjoyed it. But I also resonated with you listening to it. And I can understand how why you love that song. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And, the and then that's, that's what, it's... yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah 8 out of 10, that's mate. The thing. Fantastic. And that's the thing with the Bouncing Souls is that like they, they fucking saved my life more than The Cure, more than anybody. I mean, the, the words, like, there's a song that they've got and it sings, it's called All the Songs That Are Unheard. And they sing about um, all, and you think, and it, and it really, t- it fucking really resonated with me. Like, they sing about, like, um, <sighs> you think about all these people who want to be rock stars and all these people who go to pubs and just play acoustic and all these people who, who are too scared to go on stage and all these, you think how many songs are in the world that could be the most perfect song in the world and yet we will never, ever hear them. And you fucking sit down and you think, fucking hell, actually. I mean, I could tell yeah. you now, on my fucking street alone, there's at least 20 guitarists like that go to the uh, Ryan's, the Irish bar, and do an acoustic night, and, you know, and they're playing songs, that, and one of those could be, like, fucking one of the best songs in the world. Or a guy who's so fucking nervous that he couldn't go out, but he's fucking playing one of the most beautiful things. That's a good example, like Post Malone, he didn't go out too much. He wasn't, you know, he's still a nervous guy. And it, you know, look at the songs. He's... Bang it out, and that's what the Bouncing Souls are like. They sing about like truth, and they sing about like your feelings, and you know. And it's it's ref- it's quite nice to hear. And for me, as listening to punk music, having a punk band actually singing about shit that's fucking quite deep and nice. So yeah, I agree. Eight out of ten's good. I think that's a spot on. <laughs> next one. Oh, this one. The next one. This next fucking band. Jesus fucking Christ. Right. This next band. I last time I saw them, I got a black eye. I got punched in the mouth. I headbutt somebody. I slipped on piss. Oh, fucking God. I, I, I ripped my shirt. I was fucking sweating everywhere. And I'll tell you what, there was no hatred in any of it. <laughs> there was yeah. none whatsoever. Sounds like a, sounds like a, uh, sounds like a normal Saturday night attack, then, Darby. So, oh, this band are just fucking nuts. And they're in there. Some of them are nearly 60 now, and they're still fucking going, selling out. I mean, they're doing gigs with, like, fucking 50 to 80,000 people. These This band are massive, yet no one's really heard of them. No one really listens to them, yet they're fucking huge. So this band is Rancid, and I gave you Time Bomb. What did you yeah. think to Rancid? Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it, mate. Enjoyed it. Um, it was the first out of the five that I listened to, and I thought, yeah, this is a, this is a good, strong start by Liam, to be honest with you. And I thought, I listened to this, mate, and I went on and I, ha- I had a little search of him just to just to get a bit more and a little bit more understanding about the band. And there's a lot of people out there that say they're reggae. I said, but then I was like, these aren't fucking reggae. I could because obviously, ska and punk music's got that bit of reggae kind of sound in it, ain't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a load of people on fucking line talking shit, but I just get. I thought, you know what? It's not reggae. It's a good, good song. Um, but the, yeah, yeah um, the thing is, we rancid. Like <laughs> rancid, do the same thing the Pistols did. Like the Pistols turned around and said, "Who fucking said to? Do you see any of the Sex Pistols having a mohawk? 
No. Did they no. ever have a Mohawk? No. no. So no. They, you get bands, when you get bands like Rancid, you get these fucking fans that are go like, oh yeah, this is how we should be because this is fucking punk. No. That, so I agree. When they're saying it's reggae, don't get me wrong, they have some reggae songs. I mean, if you listen to Tim Armstrong, you would love Tim Armstrong yeah. on his own because he's got that like raster voice anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's quite strange understand. to see. Do you understand the cinnamon? Do you know, like, because there was, you know, that the the instrumental bits of it, it sounded, you know, the, a bit reggae. But tell you something, mate. I think Rancid should go and get some royalties off uh, Jamie T. Because yeah, the chorus of Time Bomb is very much like Zombie by Jamie T. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, but the thing is, Rancid have been around for, like, I mean, I think I can happily say Rancid have been around for since, like, 1980s. Um, mm. Tim Armstrong, well, maybe early 90s. Um, Tim Armstrong was in a band called Operation Ivy. That was, the, I'm sure that was his first band. Uh, and Operation Ivy were, like, oh, they were fast ska. They were, like, the ska punk, like, revival. Not, not revival, they were yeah, the ska yeah. punk, like, pioneers. And that's fast punk fast car and i mean like fast and that was like people fucking yeah. head banging kicking fucking swinging the fist around and just fucking moshing everywhere it's fucking mental but then rancid kind of made it a little bit heavier but made it more into like mm-hmm. a, it was i mean rancid were in the charts in america and in like top tens and stuff like rancid uh you know but it's to yeah. see like what i love about rancid is you like you listen to the music and it's scar and it's bouncing around and things like that but you look at them, they've all got like spikes and mohawks and they're like fucking proper punks, do you know what I mean? But yeah, then yeah, yeah. the music's not actually that punky, so it's quite strange. I mean, Tim Armstrong's a famous guy anyway. I mean, he's, yeah, just a big famous guy in America. It's the song I've been humming the most, you know, like when I don't realise it. Like, you know. I'm like, <laughs> That's good. Mm, 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 mm. You know what I mean, kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoy it, mate. I scored it seven and a half out of ten, mate. I thought again, you know, good. I thought Liam's, I thought Liam's fucking dumb here on week one, prick. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm glad I to. Really, I mean, rancid. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I am gonna, I am gonna hit it up a little bit. I um, I thought you played it safe in my five. I've got one more. I've got your last one to review, and I know that I've fucking played it safe this week. And yeah, you're fucking having it, son. You're having it. Right. Well, this one here. So, I put. I thought. I tell you what. I put some four four bands that I listen to. This is just like they're my four bands that I listen to quite a bit. So I thought I'll put them in there. Let's see what Brent thinks because that's my standard standard kind of variation of music. But then I thought I'd throw a fucking bone in there. See if I can throw you off my scent. See if I could. And this one was, and it was uh, my funeral by Youngblood. Now Youngblood is. One of the best people, not one of, he's, he's, not, he's in my top ten of people that I've seen live. He was brilliant. Um, he's quite political, which again is something that I love as a, like, listening to pop music. I do like the politics of it. I mean, he sat down and got everyone to shout, fuck you. Um, what's the fucking prime minister's name? Sinak or whatever his fucking name is. I don't even care about well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he sat there and he was just like saying, fuck you, Sinak, fuck you, Sinak. And he got the whole crowd fucking singing and they started fucking playing with it. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, 
and yeah. stuff like that. But he stands up for like people like with the whole transgender thing and all that, you know. And a lot of people disagree with yeah. it and stuff like that. But you know, he's one of the guys at the moment that are standing up for people, which punks did, and you know, mm-hmm. like they stood up for the working class. So for you, blood, I've got a lot of respect for him. Some of it, most of his songs, I actually don't like. Um, yeah. But yeah, this song um, had like a Billy Idol to me, like a Billy Idol kind of feeling to it. So I thought, let's see what you know Brent what? thinks. You know what, mate? Right? This is, again, because I like to write down my notes so I don't forget what I'm fucking talking about. It's yeah. definitely, obviously, the one that I've heard of the most. So out of the five you sent me, I obviously heard of this kid. Yeah? yeah I put yeah. on there, it reminded me of Dancing With Myself by Billy Idol. Exactly. That's exactly what I wrote that. That's um, exactly what which, it reminds me of as well. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't mind Billy Idol back in the day, to be honest. I, I didn't, you know, because he was fucking huge, wasn't he? Yeah, back in the late eighties, early nineties, whatever. So yeah, as soon as, as soon as I heard this, I said, yeah, I can. The Billy Idol's there. I don't know if you know this, but about two or three years ago. And I'm sure it's available on YouTube because somebody sent it to me. And this is why I know this kid. He did a cover of Don't Look Back in Anger. Wow. And it's available It's available on YouTube. So, you I've know, guys, it, yeah. if you're listening, Liam, if you, obviously you are listening because I'm talking to you. There is a <laughs> uh, young blood on YouTube singing Don't Look Back in Anger. And it's pretty good. Um, I'm not sure, Liam, on Young Blood. Um, it's I, I gave it I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, but wow, that's quite big. Out of, out of the five, I will definitely visit the other four more before this guy. If you know what I mean. But it, it, I enjoyed yeah, the yeah. song because it reminded me of Dancing with Myself by Billy Idol, which I like that song. It's on a couple exactly. of my playlists. So yeah, as song that you sent me yeah i enjoyed it and if you guys have got a spare four or five minutes go and find that uh don't look back in anger by young blood on on youtube it's pretty good there you go yeah, yeah. and he's like the one he's that he's like the pioneer for the younguns at the minute because it, you look at it in our day and age now we don't they, they don't have fucking what we had when we were growing up and you know they didn't have the fucking stone roses they didn't have oasis they didn't have that experience of going to a fucking proper gig they kind of do they still got the glastonbury's and all that shit but they just don't have that like you know they unfortunately like we are going to quickly discuss this so they've got bands like the 1975 now i actually like the 1975 a little bit i that is my guilty pleasure um and i was talking to someone the other day and young bloods manchester i class him as a manchester band but it's not manchester yeah. scene right it's not however the 1975 a lot of people are saying yeah the 1975 the next manchester scene <laughs> now do you think that's right I don't fucking think that's right. Or is no. it right? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you, you, you're not wrong. Um, no. I'm not... can't really comment. Um, and I'll hold my hands up and I'll be honest with you, I'm not really listening too much of them, mate, to be honest with you. They were a bit fucking dreary for me. And I know people are going to say, fucking hell, Brian, you listen to the fucking Verve, or, yeah. you know, you listen to this, that, other, but... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe I should, you know, give them a. I know, I know a couple of songs. 
Don't get me wrong, but... I might throw you a song next week. Uh, I might throw you a song to yeah. have a look at, man. Yeah. Throw me a song, mate. I Let's mean... see how that goes. I don't... I can't understand... I, I mean... They're more... In... Uh, 1975, I'm... I'm sure they're fucking Stockport, which isn't too far from Manchester. No, uh, but people are saying the the new Manchester scene. This is where the scene's going. No, and to me, no, I, I agree. To me, that's not the fucking case. I don't agree with that. I think that's absolute nosh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's bollocks, mate. To be honest with you. But, yeah, um, yeah send, send me a song, over, mate, because maybe I should give them a, a whirl, shall we say? I'll give you one. I'll give you a nice song. What are the my favourite song by the 1975. I will send you something over, mate. I will. Yeah. Definitely. Happy days. So your top five songs. Okay. What did I? What did I think? Yeah. Of so. So like I say, I fucking played it safe this week. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to go too hard on the guy. You know. <laughs> fuck me. Looking at the, if five years get me. I can't fucking wait till next episode now, mate. <laughs> no, no. I just to be on, to be honest with you, mate. I just picked five songs that I've kind of listened to recently, and you know, I thought let's chuck these out to Liam. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably listened to a couple of them. Probably know them. But uh, the first yeah. one, mate, was "Struggle" by the Lathams. Yeah. <sighs> well, right. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, right, and I'm as honest as they come, and I don't want to be, but I'm going to have to be honest with this one band. Now, it was good. It was good. The lead singer looked like Alan Carr, which was fucking really off-putting. Like, <laughs> like I was just distracted by that. So what I had to do was listen to it without looking at him. Um, so the music was good. I mean, it was like, you, you know, it was, I, I liked it. It was like a... Um, like I, I like the Goo Goo Dolls, and it was kind of like the Goo Goo Dolls mixed with a bit of verve in there. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, it's not something that I would sit down and listen to, but it was, you know, I could see why you would like that kind of song because of all the things that you've gone through and everything that's happened. And you know, it kind that actually fucking touched me a little bit as well, knowing that you know that you know you connected to that song because I kind of connected yeah. to it as well because you know and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people in the, in the world that's connected to it so it was a beautiful song and the guy can sing I give him that he can sing yeah. um, it was just one of those songs that just you know I like a song that's going to grab me by the bollocks chuck me in the air and smack me around the face and call me a Nancy do you know what I mean and it it didn't have that it was it's something you know you break up to with your missus and you play it or you know yeah. you're fucking down in the shit and you know you need fucking you you want to be miserable for a few hours so i'm going to fucking put stuff like that on which yeah. you know which works, yeah you know yeah, yeah i, yeah. I, I can it, you know, totally something that's going to lift yeah. you out and get you back up yeah man. so yeah so what one, i did a six out of ten a six to be yeah, honest, that was the worst we'll out of that. all of them. That was the worst out of all oh, of them. So it was. Yeah. yeah, I can so understand yeah, that, mate. You bad. do, you do have to be, um, you do have to be, probably down in the dumps. And to be fair, if I'm being completely honest, the whole album's like that. So it's, it's not something you're going to listen to while you're getting ready to go out on a Saturday night. But if you just want something easy, if you're in the fucking bath or something, and you just want something easy to listen to, or you want to think about a loved one 
or whatever stick stick that on and you'll enjoy it like i say it it it, it connected with me liam and i just sent it to you mate just to see that i wasn't being a soppy prick and it's not and not a bad song but six out of ten mate i'll take that I'll, I'll definitely take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a subject. I mean, people like you have to listen to songs like that. I mean, I'm a big Radiohead fan, and I like, I, you know, listening to them. You need to fucking have some bollocks about you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's obviously they're they're not Muse. So um, yeah, but no, yeah, I <laughs> agree not. with you. I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a good song. It was good. Just not for everyday right. life. <laughs> song Next two, song. and my lad is. A fucking huge fan of these and to be fair I'm going to say it on this podcast because I know he's going to listen to it I found this band I was playing a song in the kitchen while I was cooking the dinner or washing the pots or something you know something like was hard cavemen Parker monkey lads do and I was playing <laughs> a song by these guys and then obviously my <laughs> lad was like who's that but he has become a huge fan of him and he, he's been to see him at Rock City uh, song two is the Irish Dublin Boys, Fontaine's DC, Boys in the Better Land. What you think? Now, this song was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fucking, it was good. It was like, to me, like a, a an Irish black rebel, like black rebel motorcycle club, but obviously a bit softer, but also like with your indie in there as well. And it was, you know, the, the music was, the music that I want to listen to while I'm in a pub. Do you know what I mean? It's the music you want to, yeah. you know, if you, you want to fucking walk around like, like Liam Gallagher swinging your arms like a fucking bad boy, like a Parker monkey. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, you will have the Fontaine's DC on, on on your iPod, like your iPod or whatever. I fucking pod. Fucking iPod. <laughs> back, fucking back in my fucking we had an iPod. Fucking iPod. What <laughs> the fucking iPod? <laughs> <laughs> fucking iPod. Oh, should we shut this episode down now, mate? We're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> fucking iPod. Fucking ass. Yeah. With my fucking CD player. My fu- yeah. But no, it's it's definitely a song that I, I, I can listen to all the time. You know, it's one of those ones you get it in a jukebox, you pop it on. You know, you, you 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 can you sing to it? I don't know. I don't know if I would sing to it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like one of those ones where you're out with your lads and you're like fucking, you know, you get into that. You all just starting to get tanked up, and you know, you you want something on to sing to. But it is a song that you would walk into a bar, and you know, that's the kind of bar you want to be in, and you know, you strut your shit around. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. I smashed that with a good eight out of ten on that. It's good. I'm happy with that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh... I really enjoyed that. I'm gonna chuck you. I'm gonna chuck you a couple more songs over by then uh, over the coming weeks, just so you can get into them a bit more. Uh, the third song, mate, is they're not a massive band, um, and in fact, I don't even think they've got like five thousand listeners on Spotify, or whatever. But I came across this band, and like the songs that they have got available, I, I fucking love every one of them. But the one I chose for you to review, uh, the band was Roller. And the uh, song was Sweet Lullaby. Oh, this, so, they're good. Um, oh, I really wanted to like it. I did. Um, it was. It's a nice little Oasis wannabe band. It sounded just like Oasis, which I love. I mean, you can't knock away a band. And bands that sound like Oasis, you just can't knock. So... 
you know, it was good. I I enjoyed it. it. It just didn't have that je ne sais quoi kind of like mm. it. Just I don't know. It was it was brilliant. It was good. It was. It, I can't explain it. I can't. It was it was so good to listen to, but at the same time, it was nothing new. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's yeah. like yeah, like I'll have I mean, it it's, in the background when moving. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's that's what probably grabbed me because you know when you come across as you say, oh, what band's this? Never heard of that. And it straight away as soon as it started playing, I was like, yeah, it's got the Stone Roses vibe, the Oasis vibe, and that's probably why it fucking yeah. grabbed me. But they have got some good songs on there. But you know, every band has to start. Every band's got an influence, haven't they, Liam? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Every, every band's going to have their influences and obviously like you said there you hit the nail on the head you know they've got the Oasis Stone Roses influence let's go with that I, I, I enjoyed that song but yeah I'm giving it out of 10 uh, I did give it a 7 out of 10 so I did I did rate it good it, it's, it's got the it's got the oomph to it it has got an oomph to it and it's good and it's nice to listen to it's just you know, I just not. It's just something that's just going to be put onto my Spotify and just left there. And then when it gets on, it's on. I won't go out. Like I, I sent you songs that I would like go right. I, you, I I will go out my way to listen to that song. I will. Do you know what I mean? And this, like, I mean, and I will the Fontaines DC and I will the Lathams as well. Weirdly, um, I will listen to them. Mm-hmm. I will go out my way to listen to them. But I won't be with Rollo, unfortunately. They um, they were good. Just background music I get it I get it right this is where fucking yeah this is where you fucking threw a frisbee and I didn't know where to where it fucking went yeah this is where me old uh, my uh, Motown soul whatever what to call it Northern Soul whatever but my song number four was a particular favourite of mine just I don't know why it doesn't relate to anything I just love I love the the guitar in it, love the, the singing in it, but it was free the pain, band of gold. Fuck me, I loved it. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. I lo- yeah, I know the song. I love the song. Um, she's amazing, absolutely amazing. Again, she's like a she's like a, a an old, like an older version of Billie Holiday. She, you know, she you know it's she was just fantastic and that song just yeah straight I, I honestly i put it on and i was singing it i was singing it all day in fact um yeah fucking brilliant song so yeah free the pain band of gold but to be honest i never i wouldn't have actually got out my way to listen to anything like that so you've actually opened up a really big floodgate for me because um uh-huh. honestly i've not, i've never really listened to motown i know what it is i know i've seen documentaries i've seen films i know people do it i mean i've got a friend who's a dj who goes around the country and he sells out every single time and you know they don't do not like they don't do drugs and they don't get pissed or anything and they've just got the towels mm-hmm. in their back pockets and they just fucking dance all night and he's like leave just come with me you know you're gonna love it um so i yeah so I, I know all about motown and i do listen like I, I do listen to it when it's on but you've you know through the pain I, I i'll be honest i sat down and listened to a lot of her songs as well and i sat down in i think i've gone through the whole discography so yeah, smashed it ten out of ten with that one, mate. I I, I loved it straight up. It was days, mate. Be- she's amazing, mate. She's amazing, and that song is just hits you on so many levels. Like you said, the guitar, the rhythm, the the singer, yeah. her voice is incredible. So yeah, fucking yeah. bang on with That's that. That's one of my beautiful. It, it's one of my favourite songs, mate. To be fair, it fucking it really is. I love it. Um, again, it just I went easy on Liam this week, and it's another. 
one another song of mine that I really like listening to. Again, it doesn't really relate to anything. It's just by a fantastic singer, and I think it's one of his uh, best songs, to be fair. So, but I thought I'd just uh, chuck it over to Liam, just see what he thinks. And uh, my last song for Liam this week is Otis Redding, These Arms Are Mine. Again, absolute banger, mate. Like that, <laughs> amazing. So I've never heard that song by Otis Redding, weirdly as well. So really? again, yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. This is why. So this is why the podcast is going to work, and this is why um, it's it it, it 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 feels good to talk to you about it because again, our music is completely different. I don't. I won't go out my way to listen to Otis Redding or through the pain. I wouldn't. There's no. I mean, you know, I'm fucking Sid Vicious spitting in fucking. Ed button and do you know what I mean? Skanking away to madness kind of shit, you know. And I would never ever even think about, you know, going onto YouTube and putting Otis Redding in and just listening to it. But, uh, I mean, I sat down and I, I you know, I, I, I read like, um, like, uh, like I love listening, reading like bands, you know, like about like biographies on like people. Um, so I like to sit down. I like to sit down and read and listen to some of these, um, listen to some good music, like but music like Otis Redding, and read some books but usually I, I wouldn't go down the Otis Redding route but I did and it was really good um, yeah right. you've opened up a, some, some good music to me now so and then this is legendary music I mean this is music that I should know and should be listening to um, but I've kind of like there's so much music out there there's only so much music you can listen, <laughs> listen to but I'm there's stuck in my just... ways and this is why I wanted to do this podcast because I am stuck in my ways I am a stubborn music listener and, and you know it's opened, it's opened up a lot and you've done well on that uh, one, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely bang on, Liam, mate. This yeah, is this is why. I'm, happy days. This is why I pitched it to you, mate, because I know full well now that the Paddingtons are going to be on my fucking playlist, mate. Yeah. Now, I've never heard of them, and I, I, I like you did. I, I did a bit of research on them. I know they're from Hull. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know they're not active anymore. But I thought, Joe, you know what? With the Paddingtons that you get me. Sorry, I, f- I fucking love the song, mate. And I'm like, good, I think to myself, I think to myself, how have I not heard of these before? Mm. How have I not, you know, even like you said there, when you're trawling, when you're trawling through YouTube and, and you're watching songs and doing this, that, and the other, how have I not come across uh, the Paddingtons? Do you know what I mean? Because there's always suggestions there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, mate, like I said to you, they are definitely going into my playlist, mate, 100%. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, that's so good. Well done for that one. And this is it. And well hopefully done. that people are listening to us and talking about these bands and go, oh, I've never fucking heard of Rancid or, you know, I've never put Otis Redding on and read a book or, you know, hopefully someone's going to sit down and go, I'll tell you what, you know, and hopefully we can get, again, hopefully we're getting some word out about the Blue Collars. Obviously they, we, they, they won't get back together. We, 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 we can try, but, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, man, we you know, try. yeah, <laughs> but the way you're, but then this is why I've, I, I knew this was going to be a good idea because, you're opening music if you're opening the doors for me to listen to music and I'm opening doors for you then we're going to be opening doors for other people to listen to music and they're going to check it out and you know and that's what that's what life's about because life is music music is life and that's that's it so hopefully people are going to get some new bands out of this and new music and you know and if people have got band gigs or bands that like gigs they're going to or bands that we they want us to listen to and review send them over put them on facebook tell us what you want us to hear what you want us to review check it out and you know if you if you're in a local band let us know you know i'm quite happy to i'll go to any local gig um and listen to bands and put you in put you out there and 
you know so yeah people just yeah just let us know but yeah brand you did good that list was really really good there was just that, that one song that got a six um yeah but you know that's happy days, mate. I'm, I'm happy with that mate and like like uh me and liam mentioned at the start of the show i'm going to get these i'm going to get liam's five and i'm going to get my five i'm going to do two a day one of mine one of liam's i'm going to chuck them on onto the facebook page or facebook group just so you guys can actually listen and hear what we're talking about and then like liam said we want your feedback this you know without you guys you know listening to to the podcast without you guys giving us a bit of feedback you know it makes it all worthwhile for us yeah uh liam yeah we got a request we got a request last week from ian oh my brother uh obviously last week liam gallagher and john squire they got together and they're doing an album. Yeah. So I'm told, but they released a single called Just Another Rainbow. Yeah. Now, obviously I listened to it as soon as it was released. That's just me. I'm fucking, like I said on episode one, Liam, Liam Gallagher's my fucking hero, my God. So as soon as that came out, I was on it. Uh, Quick question. Locally, Quick question. Go on. Liam or no? Liam, all day long. <laughs> <laughs> all day long, mate. Yeah, I agree. Now, I don't agree. get me wrong. I love, I love the chief, but you know nobody wants to be an old, do they? Let's be honest. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> totally, totally agree. I, but, I, I'm lame all the way. Good lad. Right, Ian, you've asked us to review it. I've got a little bit to say about it. I'm sure Liam has as well. I'll go first. Vocally, I think Liam is fucking back to his. He's never going to go back. He's never going to go back to the main road, Nebworth days. But vocally, on this. I think he sounded fantastic. John Squire is just, as an indie guitarist, he's just on another fucking level for me. He, you know, you can go through all your bands. Uh, we know he's in Stone Roses, but he's a better guitarist than Noel. He's, he's, for me, if you're going through the Mike Street Preachers, you know, Oasis, Wish, whatever, 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 John Squire is a fucking fantastic fantastic guitar player what i will say there was a lot of rolling stones sympathy for the devil within his guitar playing but i like that because i do like that song i don't think it was i don't think the lyrics are great if i'm being honest they're a bit poetry for me you know it's something that you would read in a poetry book but for a song for liam and john squire for a single i just because i love liam i love john um I'm going to give it eight out of ten. Not bad. I think yeah, I think I think that's fair. I I I scored it an eight out of ten. I, um, there we go. Liam was fucking fantastic on it. His voice. It, 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 I tell you what, it brought back memories. It fucking. I I honestly felt like I was fucking back being a kid again, like listening to Oasis. Do you know what I mean? It that was is phenomenal. Um, probably the best song is his the well his voice vocally the best song he's done in a long time vocally. Um, and yeah, I loved it. Um, the guitar in, I agree, I agree with that as well. Um, it was, I mean, it was like Simply the Devil. Um, I don't, I like the Stones, but I'm not a super fan of the Rolling Stones. Um, they're good, but they're just not my cup of tea. Um, just, I just, I just don't go out my way to listen to them, and they're a bit too, I don't know, I don't want to get into that road because I'll get fucking lynched, but. 
Um, so that's another episode. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a tough one. It's a. I like the lifestyle they've had. I like what they stood for. Again, I love that like the stage presence and you know everything that they've ever done. I love all that. I mean, I've read the biographies and on all of them. You know, like stashing fucking cocaine in the side of the cars. Like where the, you know, and he just used to fill it in there. Keith Richards. Have you ever read his biography? I haven't, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't. <laughs> mate, if you if you don't like reading, if people don't like reading, check out his uh, like on um, audio books or whatever. You can listen to it. It's fucking mental. Absolutely, mate. How that man is alive is beyond me. I mean, the amount of drugs he took in a week would fucking kill me. <laughs> well, rock and roll, sex, drugs, and rock and roll is what they call it. He blatantly wanted to die. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, the song was good. I'd give it an 8 out of 10 because it was nice to hear. Um, I've, the, the downfall to it was that it fell flat to me. Um, it was a great start, and it, the, the lyrics, again, like you said, was quite poetic more than. It's not really a song you can sing out with your mates. You know what I mean, even though the song was brilliant, you know, it's not like um, I don't know, like "Be Here Now" or something. Do you know what I mean? It's not something you cigarettes and alcohol or whatever. But the song was really good, and Liam was brilliant on it. It was just, it just didn't have that singing feel to me. So I was, you know, eight out of ten. I think very good for it. Um, nearly, Still nearly, decent. Yeah, yeah. But it's good, and I hope it, I I want Liam to succeed. I know, like like you see that fucking video where someone threw a fish at him on stage, and you know we saw him at Rock City, and people were booing him and throwing shit at him, and you know what I mean. And it's like, how can Liam Gallagher be from that guy who, who he was to? But he kind of that's the thing with Liam Gallagher, hasn't it? He's kind of like he started when he started doing his new music. It's like he was nervous. Like he was nervous because he wanted people to like it, and that's not Liam Gallagher. And I think that's reflected in his music. But now he's kind of gone like, I tell you what, let's fucking. Yeah, he's starting to get back into that. <laughs> that yeah, it's starting to get back into that fucking Parker Monkey fucking arc, or you know, I'm Liam Gallagher stage, and that's where he should be. And yeah, yeah I enjoyed man. that. Yeah, yeah, good. But yeah, thanks Ian for that, yeah, mate. Good. Really, really. Yeah, cheers, Ian. Yeah, and if you want us to, anyone wants us to review anything, or you know, just just let us know, and we'll uh, make a note of it and do it. So we are going to move on to the next thing, Brendan, which is we're going to have the band of the episode. So we're going to every episode we're going to pick a band. Brendan goes first, and I go second. We're going to really look into this band. Hopefully, you guys know a lot about them. If not, you're going to learn a bit more about them. And yeah, we're going to talk a bit about just everything we need to know if we've seen them, what would like some good stories and things like that. So that's what it's going to be. So the band of the week is Brendan. You're going to have to give it to Shed Seven, mate. Fucking good. I have to give it to Shed Seven. That's a good call. You know, this, they're just a band, they're just from, I believe they're from York, to be honest. Yeah, they are from Uh, York. Shed Seven. Yeah, um, they've been going, mate, for 30 years. So. You know, let's. They were formed in 1990. So yeah, yeah. what's that? Is that what's that? 34 years? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, 34 years. Yeah. Uh, Rick Witter, Rick Witter, lead singer, is an absolute oh, it's 24 fucking. Years. No, no, no. It's 34 years. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, my maths is shit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But Rick Witter, the lead singer, mate, he's a fucking genuinely top top bloke, mate. Um, myself and Trina, the wife, we went to see the Cortinas. Uh, uh, it's closed down now. Yeah. But uh, it was Fibbers. In York. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we went to see Cortinas. It was like a reopening of Fibbers. Uh, Cortinas were like the, the special guests. But a fucking mint gig, by the way. And I'm on YouTube as well. It's a picture of me. Well, there's a video on there. Me and Trina in the video. But Rick Witter was uh, 
obviously there. And honestly, mate, he had time for everyone. You know, he had people going up, shaking his hand, taking pictures. Uh, you know, a band that has been around and they've been consistently good. They're, you know, Chasing Rainbows by Shed Seven. Do you know the song, Liam? It's yeah. amazing. Oh, mate, I, I'm a big fantastic fan. Fantastic song. Again, this, I, I do spout that I'm a fucking punk. I listen to punk music, but a massive, massive band. Shed Seven, I love them. I've always loved Shed Seven. Yeah, Back and it was like the Ocean Colour. See, that, that was the era of the Ocean Colour scene, the uh, Shed Seven, Oasis, do you know what I mean? Those kind of eras, the Britpop era. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Shed Seven, and fantastic. That's that. That's the band of the week for me. I'm not going to bore you too much about it, but get yourself out there. The, the album's called A Matter of Time. You know, these lads have kept going, kept plugging away since 1990. It's now 2024, and they've just had their first number one UK album. So, fair play to them. Easy choice for me this week. Band of the week, Shed 7. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Shed 7, I mean... Oh. God, like, so you kind of throw it on me, but um, Shed Seven, I mean, the first, I think my first album I ever got was, oh, shit, uh, I think it was Maximum something, Maximum High. Maximum, it's a Maximum High, yeah, yeah. 96, oh, yeah, yeah. something like that, maybe. Yeah, 96, yeah, yeah, 1996 would have been around there, yeah. Um, and yeah, then, I think the best album. Quality album. Was, um, what you've got me thinking? Did you ever, did you get the Going For Gold album? No. Did I? No, I that's didn't. A, no, no. That's that's a really, really good album. No, I didn't. Uh, I think that's probably. Kevin, I'll tell you what. I've got my CDs here. Yes, I've got them on CD. Um, I have Let It Ride. Uh, I can't see a maximum high, but I'm sure I've got that. I'm sure that's the, the first album I had. Uh, and truth be told, um, I'll be honest, I didn't know Instant Pleasures came out. Um, so okay. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that came out. So I'm kind of a, I've not even heard it or listened to it yet. So I'm quite excited. So I'm glad they actually did this like reunion, this coming back together uh, this year because you know that's it's just, I've got two albums to listen to from Shed Seven. So I you know I'm kind of on on the Planet or Cloud Nine or Planet X or whatever you fucking call it these days. Um, it is. To be fair, mate, they've like like you said there, they they were part of that Britpop uprising. Um, I think they've got probably 10 albums. Uh, I personally think Going For Gold is the best album. But, you know, to, like we said, mate, 34 years, get your first UK album, number one. Fucking kudos to them boys, you know what I mean? And they should enjoy every fucking minute of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I agree. But then you've got, like... Um... <sighs> See, this is the thing with Shed 7, right? Okay. And it was the same with Ocean Colour Scene as well. So this is my thing with them. Um, they just disappeared. Did you ever notice that? Really? Not really, mate. I mean, if you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat. I'm going to fucking cheat quickly. Just while we're on. Uh, if you look at their albums, they've... You know, first one was 94, 96, 98. Uh, 2001. 2001 then... 2003. Maybe there was a big gap, wasn't there, between... 2008 to 2017, I suppose. Two thousand and three. Where you have? Where have you been? Never tonight? even. It's I a live. Oh, I think it's a live album, mate. Oh, okay. I was like, shit. That's, uh, a, that's so, a fucking third album I've not even heard.
live albums out and they've bought like a demo they bought a demo album out you know from all the demos and stuff and they bought a singles collection out which they all do the charlatans have done it they've all done it singles collection but um yeah i think the last one like the proper full one was the instant pleasures which was 2017 so yeah it's been a it's been a seven year gap but yeah, yeah. yeah they've been around mate they've been around yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, and it, but it, it, I just don't know what happened. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they played a gig at the assembly rooms in Derby, um, and then like there was like two weeks later there was like Ocean Coliseum because we actually when I was working at the Bell tried to get Shed Seven um, to play at the Bell because obviously we had that big back room, um, yeah. and we tried to get them in there as well. But yeah, they just I don't know for me they, they just vanished and, it, but yeah. But they used to sell out remember. gigs and stuff. It was really, it's a really strange thing. Because Britpop did just vanish. Like, it didn't slowly yeah. wind down. Or, you know... Like, it didn't end it like we did, like, again, the whole Libertines thing and all those bands came out. And then it, that just went to shit band, shit band, shit band, shit band. And now we're stuck with what we've fucking got. Britpop just, just drifted away. So it's kind of like still... And again, bands like the Roller, uh, Roller, 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 whatever you want yeah. to call them... Um, you know, or the DMAs, you know, they're, they're amazing bands like that was bringing that kind of back. So maybe that's what Britpop needed, like World War One. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Sorry, sorry, guys. We're going from uh, Britpop to World War One. Podcast has changed. <laughs> but I'm trying to say that Brit- World War One just faded out and then it just ended. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then World War Two came out. Boom! That's that's the analogy of you know, Britpop suddenly went out and then boom, Hitler comes back and releases a track like, and everyone goes fucking right. mad for it. So yeah, right. <laughs> fucking hell! You could tell we're getting to the end now. of the yeah. You could tell we're getting to the end. Um, so yeah, um, we have got one more little thing that I would like to talk about. So every episode now again, we are going to be talking um, about uh, a year. We're going to pick a year in music and then we're going to discuss it. Um, and yeah, 1982. So every year we're going to do, every episode we're going to discuss a year, music, what was in the top 10, what happened, and everything like that. So, I mean, just a few things that happened in uh, 1982. Michael Jackson's Thriller came out. Fucking great album, weirdly. Wow. Yeah. Fucking, wow. What a year to be a part of music. Um, absolutely amazing albums but yeah. ever one of the best albums ever to come out i mean even if you're a parking monkey or a punk you know you can always appreciate michael jackson and what he did and all his old music in the 80s was just fucking phenomenal uh, just 80s music i'm a massive 80s music fan anyway so but yeah what an album to come out with um argentina invaded the falklands john belushi got a drug overdose yeah cats came out on broadway fucking hell so it kind of, you know, you've got Thriller being released and then Cats <laughs> coming into kind of, uh, Music kind of took a tipping edge, you know. It was, it was like Pisces just on the balance. No one really knew what was happening. It was going up. Um, so, yeah, that's like, like, those are the things. So, but you've got bands, right? Okay. So I went through, I've been listening to a lot of, like, I love my 80s music stuff. So, about, so when we picked this year, I was like, I'll go into it um, and listen to some of the find out some of the songs that were released that like singles and albums and stuff um so i'm just going to give throw out a few songs that were released in 1982 and see if you you would think that that's a good song or not yeah so 1982 the human league 
do you want me, baby? What a fucking... I will. What a was tune that, 19, that was. 1982? 1982 is a single. Fucking hell. Yeah, great song, mate. Yeah, absolutely. great song. That's... Yeah, that's just easy for me to say 9 out of 10 straight away. Don't oh, need to really go straight up. Straight up, my friend. Straight yeah. up. So, here we go. Ebony and Ivory <laughs> come together. Who's that fucking... Paul McCartney, McCartney yeah, I think Stevie Wonder, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I've got it written um, down. Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've obviously uh, heard the song. Um, two massive uh, singers in the early eighties. Well, it's still on now. Yeah. Great song. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I'm kind yeah. of looking at it. Stevie Wonder's Black Paul McCartney's White, and they've got Ebby and Ivory. I don't know if that was the case or what. <laughs> or, uh, I think it probably has something to do with it. But it's yeah. it's one of them songs I can. I'm not. It's not on any of my playlists, Liam. I know the song. Yes. It's 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 one of them. It's meh. You know what I mean? So here's yeah. one. Good one, really. Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. I love rock and roll. Oh, well, Wayne, that was a bad in the jukebox, baby. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, good song. Good honestly, song. There is so much music come out. I mean, it's Eye of the Tiger. Fucking what a song. Great song. Right, honestly. Great so, song. I'm so happy. I mean, this guy here, I actually got to see Vangelis. So he did the Chariots of Fire. I actually got to see Vangelis live in Italy, and he was fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I tell you what, that's what, something that I've actually started to really like growing up, and maybe it's because I'm older or I don't know. Um, but yeah, like Vangelis um, was just, I just love listening to, like, he does a lot of music scores, doesn't he? And so, uh, yeah, so I, I did go and I've actually gone to a few, like, orchestra things and that as well, which has been brilliant um, to see some people. But that's just another, another thing that we can go to. Um, what else have I got written down? So, Willie Nelson, always on my mind. That's not Willie Nelson. That's no, that's his that's his version. So that's not the song that I yeah. thought. That's not the song. That's not it. Right. Okay. So, Fleetwood Mac, hold me. Whoa. Yes, please. Yes, right. please. I love a bit. I love a bit of the old uh, Fleetwood Mac. To be oh. fair, I think the. I think that was that. It wasn't the Rumours album, was it? I'm not sure. Don't, we can find out. I think the, that Rumours album, mate, is fucking unreal. Oh, mate, Fleetwood Mac, I've always got a, got a bit of a thing for Fleetwood Mac. Always. Um, Oreo Speedwagon, keep the fire burning. Oh, I can't beat it. I love yes. Oreo Speedwagon. Oh, God. Tell you Oreo what. Oreo Speedwagon. 1982 was a fucking brilliant year for music, honestly. Absolutely brilliant. So, Alton John, Blue Eyes. Fucking hell. What a song that is as well. Flock of Seagulls, I ran so far yes. away. Oh my that, god. What a song. What <laughs> a fucking song. Insane, isn't it? 1982, like, again, I'm so happy that I, I didn't know it would be all these songs. I'll be honest, I didn't know. Um, yeah, I just didn't know these songs came out in 92. Cool and the gang, get down on it. So, yeah. I mean, hey, you're missing, you're missing out on a musical youth, pal. Pass, pass the duchy on the left hand side. Oh my god, that's a fucking tune. That is, that is a tune. I love it. Oh my god, honestly. So um, the best song that I thought was in 1982 for me, though, really, everyone's gonna probably laugh, but was Billy Idol "Hot in the City." Ooh, I fucking love that song. Love that I song. Love- 
I love Billy Idol, but couldn't pick between. You've not mentioned there's two songs. Well, go on. That when you told me it was doing 1982, I thought, well, yeah, two songs. I couldn't pick out two. Hot in the City, by the way. I love Billy Idol. Yeah. Oh, I grew, I grew up on yeah. Billy Idol. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do, I do like a bit of Billy. The first one was Only You by Yazoo. <laughs> oh, mate, that is in my one of my top ten songs of all time. Yeah, well, it's true. Alison, Alison Moyer, mate. Amazing. Yeah. Only you. Do, do, do. Mate. Do, 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 do. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. That is. Yeah. The, yeah. Wow. I, I've, and then. But this, this is the thing, though, isn't it? That this mm. is the thing. Like my eye catches different music than yours does, and this is yeah. why this is awesome. So I'm loving this. So yeah, this come on. Awesome. What's the other ones you got? You're you're gonna know which one I'm gone for number one, mate. It's on. an obvious choice by Bren. It's a town called Malice by the Jam. No, oh, you can't beat that. That's just you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah I'm not gonna. It, it's just Bren all over. There it is. Get your <laughs> fucking head out of Weller's ass, mate. <laughs> See, oh, yeah. I, this is where I got shut down. I'm not a fan of the jam. <laughs> I love the jam. I'm not a massive. This is it, though. This is this is why. This is why people don't get me sometimes because I love the jam, but I'm not a massive Paul Weller solo fan. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's there's a couple of songs I like of Paul Weller, but I'm not a massive, massive Paul Weller fan. I, lo- I do, lo- I do like the jam. To be fair, for being honest, mate, you took my number. A, f- a flock of seagulls, I ran. That's probably yeah. It's a flock yeah, of flock I of love that song. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant, yeah. man. Absolutely amazing. I know. I saw you. If I could get away with having their hair, if I had the hair, I would be wearing the hair <laughs> like a flock of seagulls, fucking straight up, straight up. But yeah, that was our episode two. Um, as you can all tell, we were a lot more comfortable. As the last episode, we were a bit nervous. Um, so. Uh, but we had a lot of great feedback from everybody um, we took out a lot of feedback on board so if you do have any more feedback you know please let us know um, we'll try and keep everything um, you know we'll try and we'll try our best so obviously make sure that we don't make any mistakes but we are not professionals and we are just two blokes in our 40s with lots of mental issues and <laughs> listen to shit music <laughs> yeah um, yeah totally <laughs> I totally tag team what Liam's there. Um, with that, people listening to the podcast, it's just, you know, we, we we hope that you are listening and we hope that you're enjoying what you're listening to. I mean, now we know this is only episode two, but like Liam said, we are, I mean, I'm extremely new to this kind of stuff, but I really enjoy it. I really enjoy talking to Liam. Is uh, We've obviously find out that we have got different tastes in music but we still like the same stuff as well which is great uh, we're loving like I'm going to reiterate what Liam said we're loving the feedback we're getting off the socials like I said I will start in once this episode is released I will be putting two songs up a day up on the, uh, the social so I put one of mine and one of Liam's so you guys can listen to what we've been actually fucking talking about so you can get your head around it and then if you guys want to give us you know, some feedback on them songs, you know, even if you want to just put on there, this is a 4 out of 10, not an 8 out of 10, or this is a 10 out of 10, not a 6 out of 10, you know, that's what we're here for, we're here to talk music, we're here to talk a load of bollocks, and we're just here to, you know, unwind. 
Yeah. Forget about the life outside the front door. We're here to unwind, we're here to talk, and we're here to share it with you guys. So, really, like I said, thank you for all your support. Uh, Liam has done a fantastic job hosting this week. Really enjoyed it, Liam. Yeah, oh, that's good. Me too, mate. Me too. And if you guys want to check us out, um, I mean, we've got a page, Facebook page now, which we're going to be um, we're going to be using the group. But we got, I'm a bit confused about what to use next. So if we, you don't get much on the group, please jump over onto our page because that way we can, like, you know, we can manage it a lot better. Um, and you know, so you can get you, you can actually put your reviews on the podcast. Uh, itself so hopefully you know we'll, we'll get that up and running soon we are on spotify hopefully we're going to be on apple um i'm not sure what's happening with that yet but they're just bastards so yeah hopefully they hear this as well. well hopefully they hear it because they are shit they're taking the time just need to order we it. are sorry to interrupt you mate really am. i yeah. think we are available on apple oh that's too. good so so you can obviously follow us on apple you can download and listen to the episodes i just haven't got any uh feedback off them yet yeah. Uh, I think well, it might so it's probably something like you said mate probably something to do with us having permission to get that music in the background and as always like Liam said Blue Collars lads thank you so much yeah great band Blair go and check them out and I do uh, so yeah check us out on Apple because Apple are amazing <laughs> <laughs> nice one Apple we love you yeah we love you Apple <laughs> cheers mate uh, but we are on Acast as well um, so you can follow the podcast links we're on uh, we're hopefully going to be on like a new a, a bunch of them um, all our episodes are going to be coming on to YouTube soon um, if you want us to get to know us a little bit more me and Brendan and Dean we run a retro gaming podcast which is one of the UK's fa- well it is the UK's fastest growing podcast and soon in the next few months going to be the UK's number one because we're awesome and we are growing fast so yeah, please check us out over on the Retro Gaming Lads podcast where we discuss uh, old retro games like Mega Drive, Snares, Amigas and fucking all sorts like that. Uh, I know it's a bit nerdy and it's not music, but you know, we fuck it, we're, we're young. So uh, check us out anyway. It's a good it's a good podcast. It's a bit blue. Um, we did talk about wanking off a dog um, on there, so it does get a bit dark in some, <laughs> some things but we do talk about Ninja Turtles and dressing up like Shinobi and things so yeah it's a, a good podcast and uh, Brendan streams and I stream as well so you can check us out we're going to be doing a lot of uh, music reviews live on YouTube as well because we can use the copyrights are there and we can say what we fucking think as well so I will be listening to a bunch of music and Brendan will be putting some music out there and yeah so we're going to, the podcast is going to be growing a lot more um, we're going to put a lot of work into it again we're just starting so everything that you guys have done we totally appreciate like I really do from the bottom of my heart and I'm sure Brendan feels the same um, you know all the nice messages that we received and you know all the nice feedback that we've got um, all feedback is you know positive and uh, yeah we've had so many nice things and people so much support from the family friends and some uh, artists as well so yeah thank you and thanks to the Blue Collars again for letting us use the music um, on that note, we hope Derby stay second. <laughs> yeah. We need to stay there, and yeah. So hopefully, we, yeah, we'll try not to talk too much football. I think we did all right in this episode. <laughs> we didn't go into it, and my voice really didn't get affected. I did have a honey and lemon tea before it started, and I'm not joking. Pours himself a fucking <laughs> punk rocker. Yeah, right. Fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made a honey and lemon tea before. I was just like, what the fuck is this going to work? And it did. It did. Good. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, grandma didn't have to shove her thumb up my arse. You know, the old grandma medicine things, you know. But that's what she used to tell me anyway. Shove her thumb up my arse every time and you fixes it. But 
Anyway, uh, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, again, thanks, guys. Bren, thanks for getting me involved in this, and thank you for joining me on the podcast as well, and, well, our podcast. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure today. I think this episode's run a lot easier and nicer, and I hope you guys appreciate and understand that you know the work that we're putting in for you guys to have this content and we've been fucking thanking you too much so you can all fuck yourselves now and goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> fucking take care comb your fucking hair take care comb your hair fuck off fuck off <laughs> <laughs>